Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Okay, Brandon, they're going to start doing book burning again, and they're also bringing back the Salem Witch Trials. Oh, good. Judd Legum. I've been yes. waiting for that. <laughs> Judd Legum and Rebecca Crosby bring us this article from Popular Information. Have you ever heard of this website before, Popular Information? No, you know, I did some research on it because I was like, what is this? And it's it's basically like supposedly it's a middle of the road media website oh, to sort of That's good. Uh, yeah, no, it, it takes a look at things. Judd Legume is is as woke as they come. I mean, for, oh, nice. for a white dude who worked on the Hillary Clinton campaign. So But tell me uh, I don't I, I don't know how I don't know how woke or how MAGA he's definitely not MAGA. I don't know well, how far to the end of the woke scale he is though. Well, so tell me, Judd is the woke, and then the Rebecca is the MAGA, and they they bounce each other out. Is is Rebecca a MAGA? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know. No, she's just an assistant. I don't think that – I think he's the driving force behind this. But I did get a MAGA article to correspond with this because I was kind of curious what the other side would say about this issue. So let's get started. Let's get into this. Okay, across the country, school districts are removing books with LGBTQ characters and themes from school libraries. Now, a high-ranking legislator from North Dakota is proposing the inevitable next step, banning books from public libraries. The legislation sponsored by North Dakota House Majority Leader Mike Lafour would prohibit public libraries from maintaining sexually explicit books. As defined by the legislation, a sexually explicit book is a book that contains a visual description of anything on a 12-step list. This list includes human masturbation, sexual intercourse, and deviant sexual intercourse. But it also includes concepts that are not necessarily associated with sexually explicit behavior, including sexual identity and gender identity. The legislation provides that librarians that make said prohibited materials available would face up to 30 days imprisonment and a $1,500 fine. Let's start putting books, Brandon. Let's do it. Without question, this, it's, this is an interesting little piece. I actually did a lot of research on this just simply because... Book burning is obviously such a hot button topic, and this this asshat up in North Dakota. I mean, I mean, look, let's be honest. I mean, this guy is, he's pandering to a you know a, a certain crowd, obviously, and he is trying to I think make bones off of this. Now, to be fair, I think he actually believes this. He the, one of the quotes in the article, no. which I found really interesting, was he basically said, "We didn't need this kind of stuff in my day." Right, we didn't need to be explained how to do stuff in my day. Well, okay, so two things here. First off, has this guy ever heard of the internet? <laughs> like, hey, we get it on the internet now. You're you, right. You just well, don't want, he, you're like he's basically saying that pornography is ruining children. And in this article that I went to, I mentioned I referenced this thing called "From the Lion." It's a conservative. I don't know if it's a newsletter or what it is, but it was talking about this thing, and they and they're basically taking his side, and they say at the end of it, which I found really interesting, and it's how easily things are twisted depending on who's reading and who wants to hear it, right? The article, this is from the line, it says, however, research demonstrates youth exposed to sexually explicit materials, such as pornography, are more likely to suffer from mental health or behavioral issues since repeated exposure can alter the brain's chemistry. They also experience less relational satisfaction. Here's the problem with that. 
kids aren't getting their pornographic material from the library. They're getting it from the internet. So, like, if this dude came out and said, hey, we need serious reform around the internet, I would be all in with this dude. He doesn't care. He wants to ban books because parents, it makes him feel good to the rural and suburban housewives who are afraid their children are going to hear about gay people. That's what he's pandering to. And that's the sad part is this is a missed opportunity. I do think it's going to come. But instead of going out there and saying, yeah, no, you're right. This pornography is terrible and needs to be dealt with. They're not dealing with that. What they're doing is they're basically pandering to the MAGA right and saying, you know, and, and they're putting these librarians in a terrible position have to make decisions on what is and what is not pornography. Jeez. This will be shot down because the court has always shot these things down. Well, Mike LaFour wins, though. So here's my rule, Brandon. The loudest Republican or pastor in the room is usually the one that's got all the skeletons in the closet. So I think we could fix this very simply. If we just went to North Dakota Majority Leader Mike LaFour's browsing history, <laughs> we would see that he's got as much porn as all you can eat. I don't it's know true. if that's necessarily it's true. true. He's, but, well, okay, perhaps it is true that he has. It, it is it, true. It, but here's the thing. He's pandering to an audience. So whether he likes porn or not is really not the issue. The point of this is he's pandering. And here's the thing that I found really interesting about this article. And they point this out in here. Old Judd does a great job pointing this out. You have these corporate... This is the evil behind this, I thought. I was like, ooh, that's an interesting little tidbit. He points out that corporations that claim to support LGBTQ rights send checks to LaFour. So he basically picked Johnson & Johnson, this massive pharma company, and they have on their Twitter page, Johnson & Johnson takes pride in supporting the LGBTQIA plus community from developing gender-affirming technology, blah, 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 blah. And then they send a check to Mike LaFour. For his campaign. Right now, granted, it was only $500. They're playing both ends against the middle. The same thing with AT&T. These corporations, these evil, vapid, vacuous, dark holes of terribleness, right? Which all corporations are. I'm sorry. Corporations do not give a shit about anything other than profit, period. They do this stuff, and they put this out on Twitter and everywhere else, to pander to an audience. So they're basically playing both sides against the middle. And that was what, to me, was really interesting about this article. Well, so I don't think me or you or anybody says there should be some sexually explicit books in libraries. No! But but there's some probably some, you know, anyways. But they probably want to get rid of, I think this alludes to anything alluding to LGBTQ identity whatsoever in a book cannot be in a library. My question is, if your third grader happens upon a book and there's a lesbian character in it, if your third grader reads this book, are they going to become a lesbian? Probably not. My, my deeper point would be, wouldn't it be nice if your third grader read a book about a lesbian and then came home and said, hey, dad, what is a lesbian? And then you as a parent would have to have a discussion about this instead of outsourcing and not having a normal human interaction about something that could be controversial. Yeah, well... We have lots of friends, probably me more than you, because as you know, I live deeply rooted in the evangelical community, but definitely have friends who want to keep their children away from any reference to this stuff whatsoever. And they'll be like, you teach this stuff at home and they don't need to know about the gays, right? I mean, we at our house take a little bit different tack. I mean, Maple's godfather is gay, deeply 
a man of deep faith who happens to be gay. When she asks these questions at an age-appropriate level, we try to answer them. So if she reads a book about two chipmunks that are both of the same sex to get married and says, what was that all about? We're like, well, you know, sometimes people love each other and they happen to be of the same sex. No big deal. Okay, so here's my question then, because you are rooted in the evangelical community. Right. If you homeschool your kids and keep them in the nicely tucked away cocoon and they never learn about whatever it might be, aren't they eventually going to leave the cocoon to go out into the real world and realize, oh my God. So my point is, just help me understand the ethos of the evangelical. Larry, there's no point to what you're saying. You know, and I know what this this is. This is people living their lives in fear. They're not smart enough to think to themselves that my kid, what they're banking on is I've indoctrinated my kid enough to fear oh. hell enough that when they get when they are you know presented with this evil dark horrible gay hamster world that they will know that they should stay away from it and then they will teach their own children this evil dark gay hamster world is evil right i think that's what's going on here we know that there are many many mm. many people that are in the lgbtq community who were raised in deeply spiritual families and suffered and struggled to get away from that it's really sad. The point of this is, you know, and I know, you cannot hide your children away from the world. Pur- Puritanism doesn't work. All it does is create weird Victorian age, bizarre sex stuff, right? The more you re- repress it, the more weird people get, right? As opposed to showing them healthy views of sexuality, healthy views of family, by all means, let's hide it down. Uh, in, in fact, these same people, these same homeschooling knuckle jobs that you always talk about. They're the same ones that don't want to talk about all the sex that's in the Bible. Go read the Song of Psalms. I mean, go read the Bible and you'll see all sorts of stuff about sex. You know why? Because human beings have sex and like sex. That's why. That's how, if you believe in God, that's how God intended us to be. So again, this guy, this is sad to me that the opportunity that Mike LaFour has to point out the evils and excess of pornography on the internet is missed because he's like making Mrs. Johnson, the school librarian, you know, in Pierre, North Dakota, uh, burn the books on, I don't know, gay hamsters, right? It's just, it's stupid. You know it's stupid. I I swear to you, we could just push this story down the road if we literally just went to Mike LaFleur's browsing history <laughs> and saw all the porn that that guy is watching and be like, oh, he's a hypocrite. He's, he's just another hypocrite who's out there trying to make the headlines. Brandon, I like to once again thank you for teaching me about LGBTQ chipmunks. 